Hey kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but you know, in your car. It's your he's, birthday. He's a million. His, his birthday. Everyone's birthday. I said, did Joe watch it? And Mike says, well, he was alive when it happened. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Today, I remember it. Dark side of the stream. Guys are back together in the same the room. The band's back together. Joe's here. Gosh. The subject of today's Dark Side of the Stream was the documentary film Three Identical Strangers. Right. Won a lot of awards. It's, I had it's no- like a 98% approval rate on uh, I knew Ron nothing Tomatoes. about it. I was on that plane 97? to Hawaii, and I saw it, and I go, this sounds interesting. I'll click it, and I was amazed. You you remember the real story? I remember the story, yeah. I didn't even know nothing about it, so it was all yeah, a surprise re- to me. I remember the story and just remember it thinking how effed up it was that somebody thought that this was a really good idea to do something like this to three human beings. Dude, the whole adoption agency thing going back for decades and decades and decades, if you already don't know this, I'm a big fan of Unsolved Mysteries, there were tons of episodes dedicated to all these adoption houses across the country that were just notorious for stealing babies, putting them in different places, telling mothers they were dead, forcing young mothers to give them up. I mean, this stuff happens all over the place. There's a really good podcast called Criminal, and there's a story about a lady in, uh, I I think it's Louisville, and she made a whole career. She had political connections, and she made a whole career out of... uh, just taking people's babies yep, and, and adopting them. And then they would tell the people that, you know, that they were dead or you were an unfit mother. And it's a really interesting podcast to listen to if you're interested in, in, in that sort of thing, just how rampant that industry was. Gosh. And, and by the time, and I don't think she even served a day in jail. I no. think she, she would, she ran this until she was like elderly. And then when stuff came to light, it was already too much, but Joe hit it right on the head. They had connections. Yeah. And in this story, obviously, the adoption agency that did this also had some pretty hardcore connections. So the story goes, there was a kid going to community college in New York, and he gets there, and all these people are like, hey, Eddie, what's up, Haven't man? Haven't seen you in so long, bro. And he's like. <laughs> he missed out on a great opportunity right there. He's got girls jumping up on him, kissing him and stuff. I mean, I would have been Eddie all year, wouldn't you? Because <laughs> he wasn't Eddie, though. <laughs> he wasn't Eddie. <laughs> So eventually his buddy sees Eddie's buddy sees this guy and he's like, Eddie, what the hell are you doing? You were supposed to come back to college. And he's like, my name's not Eddie. It's Bobby. And he goes, holy crap. When's your birthday? And he tells him, he goes, holy crap. You're never going to believe this. They get these I two. Goosebumps. I know. I got goosebumps. They get these two guys together. He says, you have a twin. And boom, it kind of becomes a pretty big story. Well, then another guy <laughs> sees the story and these him and his friend are sitting there looking at the picture and they go, dude. That's you're, you. You're a triplet. Yeah. That's you, David. You're a triplet. And so there were three of them, and they all looked the same. And uh, then they didn't even know. Famous. They didn't know they had brother. They, had, no, they didn't no know they were part of triplets. Nineteen years of their life went yeah. by. Uh, they knew all knew that they were adopted. Uh, from what I can tell, they all had really good upbringings for the most part. And we'll get into that a little bit further on down the line. But I mean, they were they 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 were pretty standard, you know, white American kids. Incredible. But. Then the story's kind of getting a little weird. Then it takes a twist. Then it gets a little weird. As all good documentaries do. Yeah. This one, though, uh, we'll get to more about how my feel, feelings on it. Dark Side of the Stream, Joe J and Mike the Intern on 104.7 The Cave. Hey, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but you know, in your car. It's like what the future's going to look like. That is the future. That is the future. 
Dark Side of the Stream, Joe Weston, Jay Stevens, Mike the Intern in the studio discussing the documentary film Perfect or Three Identical Strangers. Which was my pick, by the way, Joe, since very you good, weren't here. Very it, good pick. Yeah, well, it's not as dark as the as Abducted in Plain Sight, but it does have a twist in it. You it know, does have a twist, and I was going to say thank you for not sending me down that rabbit hole of some freaking nightmare stuff. By like the way, I hope that everybody did watch <laughs> yeah, that. I'm sure, yeah. plain sight. If you ever see Jay Street, Stevens on the street and you want to punch him as hard as you can in the gut, go ahead. No. I won't stop you. Violence is not then the then answer. Give peaceful. him a big gut, gut punch for you can peaceful you protest. One. You can peaceful protest with me. This one I will tell you is a lot lighter. Um, it kind of gets a little dark at one point, but again, I, you know, I was just going to say, I, you were kind of saying that you got bored with that, uh, truck tractor trailer documentary while yeah. you're like, so you could have been about one? 30 minutes. So I could felt the same way about this one. I, I could maybe see that. Now, see, I was stuck on a plane, so I had no option. Yeah, And again, I was at home. My team had just lost a game. I wasn't in the greatest oh, mood in the yeah, world. And I was like, Oh, I got to watch Jay's documentary now. Yeah, so I put it on. And it was okay. Um, they definitely rehashed and retold the same stuff over and over and over again. But it wasn't. It wasn't that. And it, it's a remarkable story. Um, but at the same time, uh, we'll, we'll I guess we'll get right into it. The. Brothers then start going into, hey, how did this happen? How did you separate? Why did you separate three? And the parents were actually more upset because at least one of them um, said that, you know what? I would have taken all three because the adoption house was like, look, we didn't think you could take up three. Most families won't do that. And they're like, you didn't even ask us and you made that choice for us. And that's not right. And then they could kind of tell that there was something nefarious going on, but they didn't really know at that time. And then kind of life went on. Come to find out, this was all part of a government. Well, not a gov. They, they're not going to say a government study, but even though funding did come from a private Washington, it was like an experiment. Place, it was yeah. an experiment, and basically the idea was that they were trying to figure out nature versus nurture, that little classic argument, and using these three identical twins that are all got the same makeup genetically put them in three different locations, three different places and follow them and study three different them. household types. Yeah. You know, see what happens. How would you like to wake up one day and realize your life was an experiment? That somebody, I mean, I'd be a little mad that somebody has played more or less God with your life. That well, they, they've chosen um, things for you. Let's go hmm. back. If we want to talk about what the screwed up things, the United States government has done to individuals as far as experiments go. Well, let's just answer that question with the Unabomber because the Unabomber was psychologically tortured with LSD while he was at Berkeley for years, years. And this is documented. And this is well-documented stuff. And there's new that, findings. That guys did this. New findings that also Manson was part of this as well. There's a whole new book and movie about this. And, and, and it really came back to bite him because, I mean, you, you torture a brilliant mind like that, and you're going to get what you get. And we got the Unabomber. And I'm not saying that that's all directly because of what they did to him in college, but at the same time, what they did to him in college sure didn't help out the end result. You're Tinfoil hat's a little off to the left. <laughs> oh, whoa! Do you not know about that study? Yeah. You, no, know, don't. you don't know? Okay, so uh, <laughs> so Unabomber, uh, Kaczynski goes to Berkeley. He's one of the youngest guys ever to be given a, as a professor. At the same time, his, I guess, boss or protege, they started lacing his stuff with LSD, and then they started this uh, basically realm of psychological torture. It was like basically gaslighting him. And... I didn't it do this for years? Joe's face right now. It's crazy. 
That I, your government is doing that to people. That is the new Tuskegee picture. Airmen. I mean, we could go down the line of. Wait, of, we need to shoot a new stuff. promo picture for Dark Show the Street. All of us with tar- and, tinfoil, and with hats, tinfoil on. hats on. I'll wear it, yeah. dude. You'll wear it. But but to get back onto this documentary, they did the same thing to these guys, and it wasn't just these three kids. There was another right. pair of girls, huge, case and then of they it. went and found one of the guys that was involved with going to these houses when they were growing up and studying. He had all the notes about these kids and what they were. Yeah, like they would come and visit. Stuff. Yeah, come he would visit. come would visit. The parents, his doctor would come right, and visit. I see the parents then say, "Hey, what's up with this guy? What's his life coming doing? back and checking?" Yeah, right, but they did, and uh, and 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 at the end, you hear that. There's probably several more that don't even There's know that they're tons yeah, out there. that they don't even know they're if twins. If you were adopted, you could have a twin uh, or a triplet. Crazy. Are you adopted? No. Are you adopted? No. I had God, to think, I actually parents? think about it for a second. My dad um, always my dad always said I belong to the postman. That's what he always said. <laughs> well, I would judging by my hair, I would think maybe the UPS guy on my back. <laughs> 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 That's wrong. You don't wear brown, you wear black. It's dark side of the stream on one oh four point seven the cave. Uh, hey kids, what time is it? It's kinda like watching TV, but you know, in your car. Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens, Joe Weston back in the studio today. Dark Side of the Stream discussing three identical strangers. So, Joe, you remember the origin- when this actually went down, huh? Yeah, I do. I think there was a 60 Minutes story Yeah, it looked like they were on some TV Phil shows, Donahue. talk shows. Yeah. yeah. This was before Donahue. my time, though, you know? Yeah, it's, it's crazy that something like that would happen. But, you know, as Mike said, there's crazier things that happen in this world that we don't know about. Yeah, that we don't know. But, yeah, so go down the line. They they go to the uh, adoption house. They're like, yeah, we just didn't think you guys could take this on. Well, then they do a little bit more detective work and find out that there was a doctor trying to do a study on nature versus nurture. And uh, those records and studies have been sealed to 2066 why can't they just or at open least they them? were and then at the end of the film they're like they got like a hundred thousand pages mm-hmm. of this stuff but it didn't really give any clear you know left the door open or, for yeah, a part two. yeah it's that nature versus nurture thing is always the weird thing be there. though they they were they were put in three different households and it was supposed to be like three different economic level households you know um but the weird thing is when they all hooked up even though they were raised in different families different they had a lot of the same likes and tastes and stuff like that. But they also make the point in the documentary while they were focusing on what they were alike, they never really focused on what their differences were. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really good because you find out on, on the line, one of them had some pretty serious psychological problems and ended up taking his life. And that was part of this 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 thing that came out was that a lot of the people involved in this study, these kids, when they were separated, all three of them, their parents reported them of just sitting in their crib and banging their head against the yeah, wall. Yeah, right. And they couldn't figure out why they would do it. And you can't, I mean, as a raising yeah. parent, you can't, there could be a million different things. Well, it wasn't just these three kids that went through psychological problems after they were separated. Now, that could be hereditary, but again, this study didn't help their situation. No, not at all. You know, you brought up an interesting point because... I think it's really interesting when you watch a documentary or you watch a any sort of educational show, you can be pushed in one direction. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. You can be pushed in they a direction sway, yeah, and, yeah. and you can be manipulated in that direction to to believe that, you know, the uh, the the story about the guy, I, I forget the name of the documentary. I mean, I think everybody's seen it. Um, making a murder. Making murder. I mean, there was a lot of evidence that those documentary people, I'm not saying that he's not innocent, 
but there's a lot of evidence that they chose to exclude. It's completely subjective from that yeah. documentary. Yeah. They, all of them. They, if you watch the the one about uh, going vegan, 100 percent, and all these weightlifters and, and Olympians, that one swayed. As Everyone well. when they make a documentary wants to tell a story. Yeah, when yeah, you want to yeah. tell a story, you're going to have to pick, be entertainment have to too. Pick a it's got to be and that's yeah. subjective. And again, as much as you want to try to tell both sides everyone's got an opinion on this thing and you're it's, right it's hard to be objective yeah it's it's especially when you're involved even though documentary is supposed to be journalism-esque it's still art in a form yeah yeah it's got to be an and entertainment so show it's, you know it's it's got to you got to pull them and you got to tell your side of the story what blew my mind was they found the assistant of the doctor who was doing this uh study the swedish girl real, yeah. real, oh my god i can't i love those accents and she's i mean <laughs> she's probably in her 70s wow. but still i love those accents <laughs> you do so tell me tell me i'm wrong no no i'm good I'm i good. know anyway <laughs> the thing she said was you know no one when we did this study when we started this thing, no one cared about that stuff. They, you could do that. You could you could separate kids. You could do stuff to kids. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, she, now you she, would dream about doing stuff like it, that. But back uh, then, it was just like she downplayed the whole thing pretty well. Yeah, even though she wasn't directly involved and she was just the assistant and kind of just made things happen, it, it's she was involved. I mean, can be complicit. She could have said involved, something. I guess. She could have yeah, said something. Could have said something. But like she said, no one really thought about it. So. Um, you know, they party in the eighties, they get an apartment together, they they start a business together. Yeah, but these one guys thing, were living large for they a little were. while. One thing they didn't really count on was the uh idea that as brothers, and if you have a brother, you've known you know this very well, that you've got to learn how to live with each other. And that's growing up together, fighting with each other, understanding each other's boundaries, where you stand with each other. It's a uh, you know, brother relationship is interesting and when you throw three guys, yeah, they missed out on 19 years of happiness together, but they also missed out on 19 years of understanding each other, fighting with each other, and like I said, understanding each other's differences, even though they were twins. And so there was kind of a falling out with the restaurant, and then, of, of course, uh, one of them took their own lives. And um, it's good to see, though, at the end, they were still buds, a lot of the two that are remaining, so that was good. Yeah, it was a trip, man. Trip, trippy story for interesting sure. Story. Very very interesting was, story. Very much so. Very much so. So uh, we got time for about one more break, and I guess we'll figure out what the hell we're going to be watching for the next Dark Side of the Stream. Whose turn is it? I don't know. I would better figure that out, too. Joe, maybe, or, or Joe is just here today. I'm a guest, I'm a guest star. He's, He's our guest star. star. Right, so uh, we'll we'll discuss in the break, I guess. Right. Yeah, we'll figure Perfect. it out next on 104.7 The Cave. Hey kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but you know, in your car. Okay, we've reached the conclusion of our dark side of the stream this week. Three identical strangers, <laughs> Joe, Jay, Mike, and we'll do it uh, live. We'll do it live. That's right. Uh, so uh, you you give it pretty high. I, I liked it. You, like uh, you it? know, granted, it, it could have been slow, but I was trapped on an airplane, so I didn't probably notice the slowness. But I I believe you that it probably was a little slow in yeah. some parts. I could believe that. Joe probably. I th- yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, I. Like yeah, I great said, story. That was it. Was good story. It was entertaining. Um, I probably was just in the right headspace because my team lost. I mean, if you're going to look at it, but yeah, yeah I think you, it was probably you pulled get out like a that. Bit, you get real uh, whiny <laughs> when your team loses. <laughs> oh, dude, you tell me. He gets real snibbly. Yeah, little, I learned little, that the hard way when I first my first year working here. Oh, he came in and started talking this? stuff about Peyton Manning. Yeah, it was Peyton Manning and the off. Chiefs, and I put like a sign on Mike's oh. door, and I did not know Mike's oh. fury for the Chiefs. Oh. Oh, he was so mad huge, for like a week. Huge mistake. Yeah, yeah. Huge mistake. All right. So, yeah, check it out. Three Identical Strangers. Uh, it's on Netflix. I Hulu. Believe. I think it's on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Watching Hulu? Yeah, okay. Or it's on an airplane. It's on <laughs> yes, or, or, obviously. Or if you're flying to Hawaii, man. If you're going to Hawaii, man, you might be able to find it there. Be great.
Uh, what, so what are we watching, Mike? It's Halloween time, Ooh. you know. And as I mentioned, my wife and I have a a, a little bit of a a thing where we watch horror movies every night. Last night we watched uh, Prince of Darkness, one of my favorites from John Carpenter. Which I think Carpenter's probably my favorite director. Did you of all watch? Time. Uh, really? Yeah. Did you John watch Carpenter? Yep. Did you watch David S. Pumpkin's really? Halloween yeah. special? John Carpenter. I think he's my favorite. I mean, even though Dawn of the Dead is my favorite movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you watch David, David S. Pumpkin's Halloween special? I will. Is we'll that on your there. list? It's on the list. I, I, watched, it, I watched it yesterday. Huh? More than Alfred Hitchcock? Yeah. Joe. Uh, as far as watchability Joe goes, playing the yeah. old man card, Alfred yeah. Hitchcock. Yeah. I mean, it's like records. Like, you know, yeah, Back in Black and, and For Those About to Rock and uh, Dirty Deeds, those are the pinnacle ACDC records. But my favorite's Powerage. It's the one I always listen to. It's the one I always go back to. It's the one that resonates the most with me. It, you know... Uh, it, Prince of Darkness is hokey in parts, but I could watch it and go to sleep every night. Dawn of the Dead, same thing. I could literally watch that movie every day. More they Live, same thing. David Fincher? Eh, no, not even close. Carpenter's really? No. I, I love Wes David. Craven? I love David Fincher. Craven's okay, too, but it, again, it's Carpenter, man. Carpenter just, he, he resonates with me. I like his style. I like his storytelling. Of course, he soundtracks are amazing. It's just, he does, he's a good, he does a good job of telling stories. Now, did he do great every time? Rob Zombie? Eh, not bad. Again, I'm, oh, just, I'm throwing out the only names I know: Carpenter. Wes Craven and Rob Zombie. This so is I have a film degree. This is hurting me. No, this, my soul is. You like, have a film degree? Are you excited? Yeah. Hey, Mr. Film Degree, are you excited about that Mank movie? You know what that is? Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, the guy who are we recording still? The guy who wrote, co-wrote Citizen Kane. Yeah, uh, with about, Orson Welles. Yeah, um, it's a story about his life, Joseph Mankiewicz. Yeah, 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 and about how just kind of even for like that time of Hollywood, he was just off his rocker. But yeah. dude was an amazing writer, and his brothers and I guess his kid or his something. Grandson, also, his grandson, also still writer, and he yeah. works for TCM and really good writers. And um, and it just tells the story about that. Uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are doing the soundtrack, but it's going to be in the style of that era, so it's not going to be like synth out stuff. It's like actual jazz and oh my god i cannot wait i think it's gonna be phenomenal that preview looks great i think it's old i think gary oldman plays him oh really like, yeah i think i think that's I th- i love gary pretty oldman. sure about that but anyway back to what we started talking about what's the next documentary since we're in the whole you know um spooky Halloween spooky time. time i figured let's do a horror documentary and there is one that was released a couple years ago called demon house which basically tells a story about uh, a paranormal investigator that buys this really famous uh, haunted house. house in Gary, Indiana, and basically talks the story about all the hauntings in it and the investigation they did about this house. Is Zach Baggins in it? Um, actually, <laughs> Zach Baggins. Who's Zach Baggins? <laughs> oh, he's ghost. I was gonna say Gary, <laughs> Indiana. Actually, uh, Gary, Indiana. Is actually, it actually, Michael Jackson's you know childhood home? Zach Baggins. Mr. Zach Baggins. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> so Joe's oh, Pump. Zach Baggins. How Joe do you guys know this guy? Who's Zach? Ghost Hunters. Yeah, he's ghost hunters. from L.A. He's a, no, he's, he's from Las Vegas. I'm sorry. Paranormal investigator, ghost hunters dude. So he's yeah, kind it's of a freaky guy. Kind of freaky dude. But again, he's a Jay Stevens. Jay's the ghost world. Yes, I'm gonna get a phone call sometime this week, and Jay's gonna be like, Mike. Come to my house, man, and I'm getting scared. <laughs> Is it freaky? All right, I mean, we'll see. Doesn't have really good ratings, but I guess we'll be the judge of that. We will be the judge of that. Dark side of the stream on 104.7, the cave.